show, Five Shot Fam. I'm AJ. And wherever it is you get your pods, subscribe, share, and leave us a good rating. Welcome to another episode of Five Stripe Weekly. And Atlanta United, they beat the Seattle Sounders 2-1 on Saturday at the Benz. A full crowd of 68,000 to see it. And yeah, I mean, a goal that sent the entire stadium into pandemonium. But uh, Andrew Grootman, he... uh, definitely uh surprised a lot of folks won this match for us in some really glorious fashion but uh yeah it definitely it was a tale of uh of two halves for sure in this one and uh you know and uh in how it started anyway i mean of course gonzalo pineda it's his first game against his former club the seattle sounders in which he was an assistant coach uh, Brian Smetzer, of course, the uh, the uh, coach, the head coach that he was coaching under, and definitely, uh, you know, the uh, the old like Star Wars uh, Padawan becomes the master, maybe at least uh, for one game, anyway. But uh, yeah, you know, Seattle Sounders uh, maybe still going a little bit through a uh, a CCL hangover. I mean definitely a massive um you know a massive win for the club in terms of ccl but they have been uh you know not really in the uh the spots that everyone would expect them to be in the western conference uh they're in sixth and so definitely uh you know definitely a team that's at least on the outset looked like we could have had them a little bit uh and you know, clearly, we were able to impose ourselves a little bit uh, in this match. It uh, starts off with, uh, in terms of starting at 11, Adam McFadden comes in for George Campbell in an otherwise unchanged 11. And, yeah, I mean, you know, the first few minutes, maybe not uh, really too much going on. But uh, Caleb Wiley, in the uh, 23rd minutes, he sent a ball uh, up that left flank to Luis Adarujo, who was uh, not cutting in on the right this time. He was on the left wing, playing more as a straight-up winger. And, uh, yeah, he cut it back, and he found a streaking Ronaldo Cisneros, who was able to uh, hit it with his left. It did ricochet off of uh, the Seattle defender, Andrade and yeah, I mean, uh, you know, it uh, it worked out though because uh, that deflection uh, it was still on goal and it was able to get past Fry into the back of the net one nil to Atlanta United and uh, you know it's a lot better record I think when Atlanta United score first. Unfortunately, we uh, yeah you know we do come back or find winners late in games, but it's usually maybe when unfortunately. We have given up a lead, but uh, yeah, there was uh, a little bit of uh, of back and forth between Atlanta and Seattle in this one uh, in the, around the 32nd minute. Uh, yeah, Roldan, he uh, sent it across, and Jordan Morris, he connected, put a header on goal. Rocco Rios Novo did come up with a good, good save uh, to help it from the post. And, uh, yeah, we uh, escaped that first half with 
uh, a zero on the board uh, against and one to the good. But uh, yeah, definitely, unfortunately, uh, Mateus Osetu, he rolled both ankles. And uh, yeah, he had to come off. And uh, Marcelo Moreno, he came in and replaced him. But uh, in that second half, yeah, we... Uh, that's where it was uh, a little bit where we had to kind of hunker down a little bit. And uh, yeah, Seattle, they equalized in the 68th minute. Uh, short cross from the end line. Uh, found Christian Roldan. Uh, yeah, you know, kind of a crowded box. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was uh, basically they found the leveler. And. That's when uh, LA United, we, uh, we threw on Edwin Mosquera and also Andrew Gutman at the same time. Uh, debut for Mosquera, uh, the, our first Colombian in the squad. And uh, yeah, there was a ball that, uh, yeah, Mosquera, he got on the end of uh, from Almada, showing his pace. And uh, yeah, he was trying to find Almada, and unfortunately that didn't quite connect, but uh, yeah, that's when right after that, pretty much, um, you know, in another play, that's Andrew Gutman in the, uh, yeah, in deep, deep stoppage time, 94th minute. It was, uh, yeah, just a moment of magic. Uh, Marcelo Moreno, he, uh, he, yeah, just, you know, a little simple pass to Gutman, who was way, way out side of the box but uh you know he uh he had a crack he had a, a shot from distance and no one expected him to put it in the back of the net but uh yeah you know that little bit of a belief maybe at that moment Gutman he was able to strike this ball with a plum and it hit that uh right side netting with his uh left foot and yeah Fre <laughs> Stefan Fry just uh, completely frozen uh, you know, he didn't really uh, stretch to go get it. It was just kind of unbelievable. And uh, I think a lot of uh, fans, you know, it's that, that hit and hope. But, uh, you know, sometimes you just got to strike the ball sometimes and not get too cute with it. And Gutman, oh, the celebrations, the scenes. I mean, a big dog pile. And you can see what it meant to the squad. And, uh, you know, the... Uh, the coaching staff as well, and just everyone in the stadium, they were, yeah, just flabbergasted. And, yeah, we were able to hold on and get the three points in this match. Uh, hopefully uh, something that can propel us, we shall see. But, I mean, yeah, you know, uh, it does, with this result, it gets us uh, one point off of the Eastern Conference playoff line. Uh, we are still unfortunately in 12th, but it's impossibly tight in between uh, the last playoff spots and us right now. So, you know, definitely, uh, I think of this match, it's it's something that it's sorely needed. Uh, you had Felipe Cardenas who uh, mentioned on his tweet that uh, this was a signature win for Gonzalo Pineda. And, and maybe it is, maybe, uh, you know, throwing on a guy that does get the game winner, uh, you know, obviously that does flatter the uh, the coach for sure. But, you know, I think, uh, you know, you, you want to see more of those like team goals 
that's uh, maybe that's more of the uh, the Pineda ball that we uh, will really come to know, and uh, that's what's I think the most important is that uh, the team plays in the way that uh, Pineda wants them to, and so you know there is a little bit of that I think uh, with that first goal, uh, a little bit of luck, but still I mean uh, at the end of the day. You know, we need more of this. Uh, if it's going to be, you know, these type of lucky wins, I'll take it all day long. But, uh, yeah, we'll wrap up uh, this match, uh, at least the review. And uh, LA United, they will play FC Cincy on Saturday next up. And I'll have that preview for you later on in this episode. But uh, getting into the news and the... Uh, that full stadium, they saw Andrew Gutman get the game winner, and he also got a spot into the left-back position in the MLS Team of the Week this week. Uh, yeah, Ronaldo Cisneros, he mentioned after the match that, uh, quote, there was a lot of emotion in that moment. You can see on the bench, I jumped up as if I hadn't scored because we were all so happy for Andrew. And I think that goal just shows the power of family as a team all the positive emotion in that moment. Definitely a beautiful moment for sure. And uh, yeah, Gutman, uh, he also mentioned, I'm not someone like Luis or Tiago or Joseph. I don't have that kind of skill set. So for me to score something like that, I didn't even believe it really. So don't expect me to do that ever again. But uh, yeah, definitely the... Uh, the celebration as well with the uh, the OKs around his eyeballs. That was definitely, uh, yeah, some fun stuff that we've sorely been missing for a minute. And uh, yes, congrats to Gutman for the goal and the game winner for us. Uh, definitely a very, very much needed positive result. Hopefully we can keep that going. Unfortunately, the uh, injury to Mateus has set to uh, he will be out week to week. Uh, the right ankle was the one that was uh, the one that truly bothered him and got him off the pitch, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, best of wishes to a quick recovery to for Hosetu. But uh, next up, the news of uh, Darren Eels moving on to Newcastle. Well, he had a message for the 17s. Uh, I won't read the whole thing, but. Basically, he goes through, uh, you know, a an entire um, kind of lineage of him, uh, you know, kind of discovering the dormant, uh, rapid fan base that is, uh, you know, LA United fans. I mean, it's just, uh, it's something that's, you know, it, I think uh, the way he initially uh, saw us uh, and heard about the rumors I mean, we were known as a fickle sports town, but uh, yeah, at the uh, end of the day, I mean, you know, uh, Darren, he fully, uh, he, you know, helped uh, help spring, uh, you know, this dormant, rabid fan base into what it is today, and, you know, the... The optics definitely speak for themselves. I mean, even in the down year, uh, you know, at least uh, what you see from uh, the attendance numbers anyway, 68,000, uh, you know, you have uh, just not only the World Cup being uh, uh, going to be played at the Benz as well in 2026, 
uh, you know, as one of the host cities and one of the host venues. But yeah, you know, he uh, he definitely uh, put out a heartfelt message, and yeah, we wish Darren Eels all the best. But um, you know, it uh, it's that legacy that he has uh, has kept with us, even though there might have been some uh, beautiful moments and acrimonious moments. Uh, in terms of his tenure here, or in terms of maybe on the pitch at least, uh, because I think maybe off the pitch, uh, model citizen and someone that's uh, definitely brought us into the position that we are, at least uh, as a giant in MLS uh, from a business standpoint and uh, club standpoint, stature-wise. But uh, yeah, you know, definitely, we he will be missed. Uh, there will be. You know, of course, uh, like I mentioned in other episodes, that uh, replacement will be found as soon as possible uh, when they, uh, you know, kind of search through everyone. And it's interesting because uh, Darren Eels, he is uh, he is good friends with the uh, the current, uh, uh, you know, in terms of someone that could be a candidate. But apparently, uh, you know, he showed up at the Benz and was. Uh, they're present because he is good friends with Eels, the Seattle Sounders, uh, you know, CEO. And so someone that we might be looking to, we'll see, we will find out if he is, uh, truly a candidate, but, uh, definitely again, uh, best of luck to Darren Eels. But next up, some surprise news uh, for some because uh, most of us probably were in the dark that uh, you know he was even uh, you know even had a significant other. But uh, Jose Martinez, he and his partner, they are expecting a baby boy. Uh, Joseph, he kicked a ball that's exploded with the blue powder at the training grounds. Then he was lifted up by friends and family. Uh, and thrown up in the air over and over again. And uh, yeah, it's a uh, big congrats to the king who, uh, yeah, will be having a little prince uh, coming soon. So hopefully best of luck in that whole process with them. And uh, yeah, I mean, definitely a surprise, I think, for some because, you know, uh, he's kept that pretty under wraps, which is good on him. I mean, it's uh, it's hard to do. Uh, yeah, moving on from that, unfortunately, Atlanta United 2, they fell to the Birmingham Legion 6-0. Really, really poor result there. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, probably as soon as they can forget that, the better. But, uh, yeah, Atlanta United not, uh, Atlanta United 2 anyway, not in really, really good form. Just, uh, kind of tough there. And, uh, they will travel to play, uh, New York Red Bulls 2 on Tuesday. But... Uh, that does it for the news and gets us to the match preview. And LA United will be playing FC Cincy at TQL Stadium on Saturday at 7.30 p.m. Uh, yeah, FC Cincy, they're on a roll lately. They just beat the number one seed in the uh, Eastern Conference in Philadelphia Union uh, in their eighth try. But still, uh, they, uh, they definitely... Uh, yeah, I mean, they've been playing some good ball. And Brandon Vasquez, he has been balling out lately. And, uh, yeah, it's one of those where, yeah, 3-1 against the uh, the current top of the Eastern Conference. I mean, shoot. 
You know, they, uh, they're in sixth place. They might just get a playoff appearance uh, for the first time ever after, uh, you know, some uh, wooden spoons within their club history. But, uh, yeah, you know, in terms of uh, their team, in terms of uh, Lucho Acosta, he uh, definitely, he still is that, uh, that talisman for them. But, uh, yeah, in terms of uh, key departures for uh, FC Sensi, Joe Giao and Kamaleo Makoto, uh, two guys that uh, were off the books for them now. And, of course, Alec Can uh, has moved to them in the offseason. Raymond Gaddis as well. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's one of those where, uh, you know, Vasquez, though, like, he has been their guy. 14 goals so far for Cincy this season. Uh, and, I mean, you know, if you look at him for us in the past, it's something that, um, you know, obviously we uh, we lost him in the uh, expansion draft. And, uh, you know, you can see that he's really developed, really grown, and he's, you know, gotten some shouts for the U.S. men's national team as maybe someone that should get a look. But, uh, you know, just to look back into his history with us, uh, you know, he was uh, someone, a backup striker for us that's offered someone uh, or something of a different option than uh, Jose Martinez and definitely in some U.S. Open Cup matches uh, did some good work for us. And, um, yeah, I mean, in total... Uh, he scored six goals for the first team in 2019, uh, three for LA United 2. Uh, in 2018, he didn't score for the first team, but netted two for LA United 2. In 2017, scored three goals for the first team, didn't play for the twos. Uh, and he also scored four goals in 2019 in the U.S. Open Cup, our leading scorer in that competition. Uh, zero goals in 2018 in the U.S. Open Cup, but uh, he did score two goals in the 2017 U.S. Open Cup. So, yeah, he has been fairly consistent uh you know in uh that backup striker role for us uh, in the past and uh he's really come out of his shell and uh you know definitely grown into one of the uh yeah i mean he's leading mls and uh in goals and so definitely someone that's uh yeah i think i think it was interesting as well is that he's got the same amount of goals uh, this year as his whole entire LA United career, which was uh, for the first team and the twos of 14. And uh, yeah, shouts out to associate producer Michael Weiss for all those great stats and research. And uh, another quick shout out for him as well. He has uh, taken on some moderator duties in our Discord community and... Uh, definitely go out and uh, check out our Discord community. Uh, there's lots of great discussion on a daily basis. You should, uh, yeah, hop in and join. But uh, getting into the predictions from uh, the uh, pundits from MLS, writer-wise, uh, yeah, they didn't expect Cincy to do this well. They uh, pretty much had them at as low as 14th and as high as 12th so definitely they are doing way way better than expected although the uh i think this shows the kind of maybe mediocrity of the eastern conference a little bit that's uh yeah the 
Uh, goal difference right now is minus three for FC Cincy. 40 goals for and 43 goals conceded. So definitely, uh, you know, kind of uh, on its head of kind of what FC Cincy were known in the past as maybe more of the uh, kind of strong defensive squad. But uh, yeah, definitely a squad that can attack and also can concede. But uh, getting into the starting 11 predictions, I think, uh, yeah, Rios Novo seems to be the man that uh, Pineda wants to go with. So Rios Novo will be between the sticks as well for me. Uh, getting into that back line, I think it's McFadden that keeps his place. Purata and Franco uh, are growing in chemistry and uh, have been a decent center back pairing uh, as of yet recently. And I think uh, Andrew Gutman will get that uh, will get that nod at left back a little bit more solidity defensively against a strong side, uh, you know, in terms of attack wise, and uh, maybe gives Caleb Wiley a little bit of a rest. Uh, there have been a lot of minutes for the uh, the young kid as well, so uh, Gutman comes in for me. Uh, into midfield, uh, that's where I'm getting a little bit more aggressive here. But uh, yeah, Santiago Sosa is my defensive midfielder. And Marcelino Moreno, who also, of course, came on for Hersetu, uh, you know, in that first half, he comes in as a central midfielder for me here. And I think uh, attack-wise, uh, you know, it looks like we have been uh, kind of keeping a little bit... Uh, of the same front four and I would try to keep that chemistry going as well. So pretty attacking here, but uh, Aruju, Almada, and Cisneros uh, in the attacking midfield positions and Joseph up top. Uh, obviously, yeah, there has been some chatter about if uh, Joseph Martinez has been losing it a little bit uh, in some uh, in some of the aspects of his game that uh, we have come to know him for. Uh, you know, maybe not always making the runs and not showing, uh, you know, that work rate that uh, he has in the past. But yeah, unfortunately, it's one of those things where uh, I think it's still a little bit of that. Uh, he's coming back from the injury. It's still that second year, uh, as we know. I mean, you know, that third year, I think, usually is when uh, players can really come back and uh, get back to their best. But Hopefully Joseph can, and uh, you know we really love him too as well. But uh, you know Cisneros would maybe provide that little bit of a a runner in behind, and uh, you know so maybe Joseph is the guy that's holding it up, but uh, Cisneros can be the guy that uh, can find those opportunities uh, either over the top or in behind. But uh, what do you guys think? Let us know what your uh, starting 11 predictions are in the comments below, but that gets us into the score predictions and whew, you know, we're on the road here we're against the side that just beat the Philadelphia Union hopefully we can be a trap game for Cincy, but I've, unfortunately, I don't think uh, this one's in the cards for us, I unfortunately think it's a 2-1 loss but what do you guys think? Let us know in those comments below. But that pretty much does it for the entire show, except for the question of the day. And the question of the day is, is this a watershed moment for Atlanta United? Winning against the Sounders. Can we turn our season around and make the playoffs? 
let's find out but let me also know what you think in those uh comment sections below and that's it for us today remember to subscribe to us if you haven't already share this episode and leave us a review and rating so we can pop up higher in your rankings i'm aj thanks so much for listening <laughs>